chapter 6. Uh, I won't be long this morning, but Joshua chapter number 6. I uh, want to bring a little message on missing out on God's blessing. Uh, I, I, I don't think I've ever asked anybody if they want to be blessed by God, if they would say, absolutely, I want God's blessing. I don't think if I asked anybody in here this morning, do you want to be blessed by God? They would say, pick me. Uh, God's blessing, uh, it cannot be measured. The Bible says that when God blesses you, there's handfuls on purpose. There's so much you can't contain it. And you got to tell everybody. Uh, we, we talked a little bit this morning about declaring His glory among the heathen. And uh, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to declare His works among the heathen. But Joshua chapter number 6, verse number 16, uh, I believe personally that God has blessed my home church because of our love for missions. And uh, I believe that when you're involved in the heartbeat of God, God wants to bring the gospel to the entire world. Amazing stories of just our VBS. Uh, a, a girl from Singapore came one night, and she came from San Antonio and got saved Thursday night, and she was heading back to Singapore the next day. That's God's divine it's uh, appointments, God's divine appointments. There will be divine appointments this week that God has brought young people here, moving from Oregon and all over the place. This is what God does. He wants people to hear His gospel, the love of God. Joshua chapter number 6, verse number 16. We are preaching about missing out on God's blessing. The Bible says, And it came to pass at the seventh time, when the priest blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. That was uh, the spies that came in. She hid them. And ye in any wise keep yourselves from the accursed thing, lest ye make yourselves accursed. When ye take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets. It came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and shouted, and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Pray that you would bless your word. Lord, I pray you take this little thought in our lives, God. None of us want to miss out on your blessing, but God, we have to do it your way. God, I just pray that uh, the, 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 the Word of God would come across clear this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. We were talking last night, one of pastor's daughters found a trunk at a garage sale or wherever. It was amazing. And my wife loves old trunks and antiques and things like that. So everywhere we go, try to buy a, or rent a car so we could fill it up with something. Well, my wife has to know details, and if you're a lady, you got to know details, right? Right. Okay, so we get one lady who says, I'll be a witness to that. 
But my wife wanted to know all the details. You know, there was a 1933 paper in there that had some special announcements. She wanted to know how much it costs, right? What kind of a deal did she get? Sure enough, she guessed it, five bucks. And she, she wanted to know all the details. Well, that's the difference between men and guys. We don't have to know details. Okay, she bought a trunk. Great, five bucks. Woo, great. Glad she saved me some money, right? But, you know, we like to get good deals. I remember uh, driving through Austin, and uh, there was a gas station that was giving away free gas. Now, this was a few years back when gas was uh, expensive, and they mismarked it. Something happened. They were just giving away free gas. I missed it. I missed it. Now, there's deals that happen sometimes. My wife is coupon queen, and she just looks and looks and looks. But if she misses a deal, man, she's upset. We're talking about missing out on God's blessing. So here's the story. Here's the scene. Here's the walls of Jericho. God comes to Joshua, and he says, Joshua, you tell the people, don't touch anything. I've heard many iconic messages on there's sin in the camp and God won't bless Grace Baptist Church if there's sin in the camp. And, you know, there, there shouldn't be sin in the camp. But here's what happened. Achan came and uh, God said, don't touch a thing. But Achan took of something in the walls of Jericho when they fell down flat. They weren't supposed to take anything. God's word was very clear. Don't touch it. Well, here's what happened. Achan missed out on God's blessing because he took. Now, <clears throat> we had a couples retreat. We had about, oh, I don't know, 100 couples that came. Special time, special time. We have them every year, a couples retreat. I haven't missed a one. But here's inevitably what happens. Boy, God showed up at a couples retreat. Now, how often does God show up at a couple's retreat? I mean, come on. I mean, you know, I'm there with the wife. and But here's what happened. God moved in a special way. And there were some people that weren't there. And, you know, I went to them and I said, hey, you missed a blessing. It was amazing. I went down the line, this and this and this. And they look at you with this face that says, you're not getting through. You know what I told them? Oh, you had to be there. Now, they missed out because they weren't there. Now, here's, here's what happens. If we're not in our spot where God wants us to be, we miss out on God's blessing. So, you just had to be there. Have you ever missed out on something? And you're like, man, I wish I'd have been there. That, that would have been pretty special. I mean, God showed up. That, I think when God shows up, that's pretty special. Number one, let's turn to Joshua chapter number seven, and we're going to read some more scripture in verse number 18. This is the fella that took what God told him not to. And he brought his household by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. And Joshua said to Achan, My son, give, I pray thee, glory to God of Israel. Make confession unto him, and tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and thus and thus have I done. 
When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonian garment, and two hundred shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold of fifty shekels weight, then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent and the silver under it. So Joshua sent messengers. They ran into the tent, and behold, it was hid in the tent and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent and brought them unto Joshua and unto all the children of Israel, laid them out before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan the son of Zerah and the silver, the garment, the wedge of gold, and his sons and his daughters, his oxen, his asses, his sheep, his tent, and all that he had, and they brought them into the valley of Achor. You know what happened? God stoned them and burnt them with fire. Verse number 21, When I saw... Among the spoils. We have an eyesight problem. And you know what it is? The Bible says that my eye affecteth my heart. When we should be concerned about souls and young people this week when it comes to VBS, if you've never seen the light bulb come on, if you've never seen a child get saved, you know, we, when we get saved, we have to come as a little child. We have to have that childlike faith. And that's what God said we got to have. So we have an eyesight problem. How has your heart been affected? What you see affects you. The Bible says, Love not the world, neither things that are in the world. If any man love the world, love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, it's not of the Father, it's of the devil. The world passeth away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. You know what we see? We see all of these things that the world has and that people have. And we desire that. For what? If you ask the guy who's on death's doorstep, he's going to wish he did more for God. That's what he's going to He's going to wish he'd given more to missions. He's going to be wishing he'd done more door knocking. And he's done more soul winning. And he'd done more VBSs. And he's done more all of these things. That's what he's going to wish. He's not going to wish, oh, I wish I had more money. What are you going to do with the money? You know what happens? You, you get all you can, you can all you get, and then you sit on the can. That's what happens. And that's, that's, that's the desire of almost every United States citizen. And God says, I want you to have a heavenly vision, a heavenly vision that says, you know what? If I see this child get saved, and this child gets saved, and this child gets saved. What if you had a prayer list that said, you know what, I'm going to pray for little Joe. Is his name Joe? The one over here on the right? Oh, what a mess that kid is. You could tell he's a ham, right? But, but he's happy. He's pointing here. He's like, boy, I wish that would get in some of our heart. And the girl that had jumping beans, she could not even sit still. But what if we prayed for them? Our eyesight affects our heart. And you know what happens? We get a heart of compassion. Instead of saying, oh, look at this mess they left. I mean, good night, bus kid. We say, what if, what if they could get Jesus the way you got Jesus? But you know what we've done? We've prioritized the wrong things. Here was Achan. He said, I saw. Now, let's think about this logically, because I know you guys are logical thinkers here in Montana, right? Right? Oh, I guess you're not. Okay. <laughs> so here he is. He sees a goodly Babylonian garment. How was an Israelite supposed to wear that garment? 
Do you think he'd ever use it? How could he use it? Hey, Aiken, where'd you get that dress up? It's pretty sweet. A Babylonian? Where's he going to spend the money? He's going to have shekels of silver, shekels of gold. His eyesight was in the wrong spot. This week, why don't we do this? Let's take our eyesight, point it right at that VBS, and say, God, give us a host of kids that will be saved. Church, I've seen adults get saved at a VBS. I've seen children get saved. I have seen older people get saved at a VBS because God can do a work. Our eyesight needs to be on the VBS, not on, look at this mess they've made. Aiken's eyesight was on that. He said, I saw. How have we been affected? The Bible says that the lust of the eyes, it's what you see. Ooh, I want that new truck, or I want that new house. I want that new, new, new. You know what God says? Give me a new soul. I want there to be joy in heaven over one soul that repented. If this VBS goes by this week and one soul gets saved, it's worth it. But what part did you play? You say, well, couldn't, couldn't have a part. Everybody can have a part. But you know what we got to do? We got to all get involved and say, you know what? I want my eyes. What if you said, I'm going to be the prayer warrior this week? Give me a list of those names. You come in here this morning, write down the list. There's Joe. There's, uh, two, uh, I met well, Tana, Tana, and Cheyenne, and uh, I've only met a few. But do you know them all? Do you pray for them? You say, that's the part that I could play. I can't be here, but I'm going to pray. And if you can be here, be here. Because your heart will be blessed. I don't have to tell you our eyesight has become a debt problem. We need to live by Bible principle. Uh, Joshua 7.21. Joshua 7.21. When I saw among... And then the next point is he coveted them. He was thinking about the treasure. You know what we ought to do? We ought to say, God, give me a soul this week. The fellow, what's his name, Bemis, uh, saw a soul saved this week. When you see somebody trust the Lord, it does something for you. You want to see somebody else. Because it's kind of like this. When I came here to Montana, this is the best illustration I could think of. Everything was about huckleberries. Everything, right? I mean, we had huckleberry ice cream and huckleberry pancakes and huckleberry syrup and huckleberry jam. and It was all about huckleberries. If you said, listen, I got this spot. Nobody knows about it. Full of huckleberries. Don't tell anybody. There was one fella here that he's like, I've got eight gallons in the freezer. And they're this much. Wow, that's amazing. He was telling everybody about it. But can you imagine if you found this huckleberry patch? They call it a patch? A huckleberry patch. No bears. I mean, it's perfect. Sun is setting. You have to tell somebody, don't you? Because it's the good news. It's the good news of this is the huckleberry patch. There's so many of them. There's so much to share. I think there's probably literally 20 gallons worth this one little huckleberry patch.
and nobody's there. It would be wrong of me not to tell her. You know why? Because she's my wife. But would it be not wrong of me to tell this brother right here? This fellow was coveting them. What if we coveted a soul? We said, God, give me a soul this week. I want to see a young person get saved. I want to see the light bulb come on. I want to see Jesus reach down and save them. Last week, we went to an apartment, and there was literally 15 people in this one apartment, tiny little apartment. One of the kids' names was Ricky. There were 12 kids there. And Ricky was, he has the biggest personality. He's got that little man syndrome. He's, I think he's 14 years old, but he's way down here. And uh, I got to deal with him. Showed him how he's a sinner, how Jesus died for him. Asked him all the questions. And I said, hey, Ricky, you want to pray right now and ask God to save you? He said, yeah. So he gets down on his knees. I saw the light bulb come on. He walks out of the room after he's saved. And a friend of mine, he said, hey, Ricky, what happened? He's got that little man syndrome. He goes, I'm a brand new man. He's 14 years old. And you know what happened? The light bulb came on. Jesus came inside. He really saved him. And when you see that, you know what happens? Boy, it affects you. You know what happens with our eyesight? It affects us. He coveted them. What if we said, God, this week, Give me one soul. Lord, how about five? How about 10? You ever seen Brother Art? Brother Art, last time I was here five years ago, you know what he does? He loves those kids. And you know what he does? He loves them to Jesus. Who are you loving to Jesus? We're in love with ourselves. Well, if I had a new car, if I had a new house, I'd be. No, no, no. Why don't you show the love to somebody else and say, hey, here's where the huckleberry patch is. Here's where the gospel is. It's right here. It's so simple to be saved. So not only did he see them, he coveted them. And then he took them. He took them. He stole from God Almighty. Now I'm preaching on missing out on God's blessing. And church, here is what happens. Turn to Joshua chapter number 8. The Bible says this, And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. You know what's already happened. He took Achan and his family put them in the valley of Achor. They stoned them with stones. You say, well, that's not right and that's not just. They did not obey God. And he burnt them with fire and they heaped them with stones and it's there till this day. But here's what happens. They go to fight a small enemy and they get defeated. And then chapter number eight, the Lord said unto Joshua, fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee and arise up to, go up to Ai. Say, I have given into thy hand the king of Ai and his people, and his city, and his land. And thou shalt do to Ai and her king as thou didst unto Jericho and her king. Only the spoil thereof and the cattle thereof shall ye take for a prey unto yourselves. Lay thee in ambush for the city behind it. Now hold up. You know what God said? Here's my blessing. Take it all. You know what Achan did? Could Achan get in on that blessing? It was gone. He's dead. You know what you can do this week? You can get in on this blessing today, today. You know, there's a host of people that miss out on God's blessing because they're not there. They're just not there. You say, well, I can't come Monday night. Come Tuesday night. Come Thursday night. 
You know what you could see? You could see a young person get saved and their life changed for the glory of God. And you could have a part in it. But you know what happened to Achan? He missed out on God's blessing because he saw and he took and he coveted. And he wasn't there. He couldn't take, it, take part of God's blessing. He, God said, take a prey unto yourselves. Now church, I don't mean to make this really basic, but the truth is this. You can miss out on God's blessing. Here is God, and He said, look, here is salvation. All you have to do is receive it. You can miss out on the blessing of God. You can miss out on the blessing of a mansion in heaven because you don't receive God's free gift. It's a free gift. You know, if I was up here and I, I told uh, Pastor Berkstrom, Pastor Berkstrom, I got a $20 bill right here. Now listen, this is a gift from me to you, all right? But you have, what you have to do, you have to jump from there up to the top of the pulpit, okay? And I'll give you that 20 bucks. Is that a gift? It's not a gift. He did something for it. But I said, hey, listen, all you got to do is jump from here to there. You still did something for it. Now, if I said, here's the gift. This is a real $20 bill. I printed it off this morning. All right? Now, I want to give that to you. And Pastor Burson went around to everybody, and he said, Brother Steve, Brother Steve, J&J, &J, and Tom and Tom. I'm learning everybody's names. He says, Morgan, I know Morgan, right? Morgan, is that your name? Yeah, that's right. He said, Brother Jeremy gave me that $20 bill. But he never reached out and took it. He couldn't have the blessing of the $20 bill. You know what he had to do? You can have that if you want it. Go ahead. Hey, you know what? It's his. Here's the sad part. If I said I got a pocket full of $1,000, $10,000 bills, you ever seen a $10,000 bill? Me either, because I don't think it exists. But if they made $100,000 bills, that would be amazing. And I had a pocket full of them. I said, listen, J&J, &J, if you guys come down here, you can have $100,000. You and your wife, come down here, you can have $100,000. All anybody in here, and we're not going to let anybody watch. We're going to everybody close their eyes. I bet everybody in here would come get $100,000. I bet. No matter how ashamed or, oh, you know, my wife would get in line three times. <laughs> but here's what God does. He says, listen, I'm going to offer to you eternal life in heaven with me, where it's perfect. There's streets of gold, gates of pearl. I'm going to give you a mansion. A mansion. Whitefish is nice, but it, it doesn't even compare to the mansion that God's preparing for me. I remember the place and the time that God saved me. September 16, 1996, on the right-hand side of the auditorium, I'll take you to the spot, I'll take you to the place that God saved me. You know what I determined that night? I wasn't going to miss out on God's blessing. No matter who was there, it didn't matter who was watching. You know what I said? I want in on God's blessing. You know what God has done? He's blessed my life. 
Church, what are you missing out on? Because of our pride? Because of, oh, I've just been here so long, everybody thinks I'm saved. Here's what I want you to do. I want, to, I want you to check your heart. Because here's what the Bible says. Examine yourself. He doesn't want me to worry about my wife. No, right now, he said, Jeremy, examine your heart, your life. Are you born again? Are you saved? Are you going to miss out on God's blessing? I'll do it another time. Here's what the Bible says. Behold, now is the day of salvation. If you're not saved here this morning, you can miss out on the greatest blessing that God has ever given. And that's salvation for the entire world. Let's pray. Every head bowed and every eye closed. My wife is going to come.